The Notary's Unsealed podcast is brought to you by the Georgia Notary Network and Captivated Notary Marketing Solutions. Coming up on this episode. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, so we, we teach kids to be creative in school and to express themselves and to be free. But once they become adults, it's let's rein it in. So you have people that are able to think beyond the daily BS that is put in front of us on a regular on basis. A regular, basis. Regular, regular. Real smooth this time. We know the reason sealed. Uh-huh. This my everyday life. Yeah. We know the reason sealed. Ooh. Every day I hustle out here living it right. Let's go. We know the reason sealed. Put the stamp down and stop in front of the mic. Here we go. Took the game over. We yeah. home now. We soldiers. Griff, Matherin, and Q, the podcast. You can't hold us. Y'all heard the word. What's going on, Notary Welcome back to another episode of Notaries Unsealed. I'm your host, Q. Again, I only got one guy with me, Uncle Griff. <laughs> oh. Looks like we're playing musical chairs. Yeah, that's what it seems like, the man. Shoot. It be like that sometimes, man. It's a busy time of year, man. Griff, what's going on, bro? Ah, man, not much, man. Things have been coming along good. It's starting to pop a little bit at the end of the month here. Starting to get some orders for next month. Um. Yeah, things been been pushing along. I might be at another, you know, sixty for the month and everything. Nice. So, yeah, nice. Hey, and shout out to Matherin. Um, Matherin's been a, a little under the weather over the past couple of days, yeah. and he's getting ready to do some traveling. So, um, we hope that you were able to get that rest, get those herbs inside of you <laughs> yeah and, and get on the road and have a safe uh safe trip man we know you're listening mm-hmm. yeah so how you been doing man man i am good outside of the fact that um today tonight today's uh today's monday i didn't go to bed last night well this morning until about 5 30 man i've been working on this project um and, and i'm starting to take my graphic design a little bit more serious and I started okay. I started working on a new logo for a friend of the show, Miss Samantha Smith. And uh for right. she for she listens as LLC. Um and so I, I just couldn't get the uh the geometry right on on a couple of the shapes that I was working with and man, I was just going until I got it right. Like I would not go back to sleep. I wouldn't get back in bed because I was laying in bed just drawing. I was sketching out what I want, what I what I wanted to work on, you know. And after I was done with my sketch, I was like, man, I really need to see what this looks like. And I'm sitting over there looking at my computer. So I got on my computer, and this was probably about one o'clock. So about four and a half hours later, I was finally content with uh, okay, w- where I was in the project, and I was able to get some rest. But man, I've been busy. I've been busy. I wish I could say I've been busy for notaries but i I, i'm not you know uh for the for for the moment you know it's not like i don't have phone calls the phone is ringing just wanting services that i don't offer um but luckily uh captivated is growing captivated marketing solutions is coming um i mean it's already here captivated notary marketing solutions however i i am kind of growing outside of the notary business a lot actually and uh, I'm really pushing to move into some other markets. So I've been busy. Things have been good. It's excellent. Yeah, things overall things have been good. Um, haven't been getting a whole lot of general notary work. I actually stopped 
worrying about doing the thumbtack. The thumbtack it is? Yeah, thumbtack. Yeah. Um, it was just too much of the people calling. You know, I would reach out to them, and then next thing I know, they wouldn't even like, yeah, okay, I'm going to meet you at 2 o'clock. And then they just, they just go ghost on you. It just disappear. And I was like, you know what? I ain't got time for that. But we do have to say this. Thumbtack is a viable option. You can make money on there, especially oh, yeah. especially the more that you use the platform. Uh, and, and I'm pretty sure that Thumbtack's one of those platforms where the more you log in actively, the more you'll show up in searches. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if you're going to be active and, and you're really looking to, you know, kind of get your name out there when it comes to general notary work definitely use thumbtack you can set your own rates they don't take i mean you do pay a small fee for uh for the lead you just got to close on it usually the leads go for between six and eight dollars somewhere in there right. but if you're making 75 80 and it's cash in hand and you're getting that money back the same day that six dollars doesn't really matter right. you just gotta be able to close and get that appointment Correct. it's viable it is viable yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah 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 it is viable so, so I just I think sometimes also regionally depending on the mindset of the people who you're dealing with um but some of these folk around here they were just acting a little too crazy for me well and that's the thing I mean everything isn't big everywhere you know just like uh, out in California automation may run great for some folks out there you know just because mm-hmm. they're in a very heavily populated area there's a lot of things moving and it's a it's a more uh, affluent community when it comes to technology and whatnot. But a lot of America isn't like these big cities. A lot of America is small towns, and they're not caught up on new social media trends that they say that you know businesses need to have these days. A lot of the common folks, the common customers that that are contacting you, they don't they don't know about those things. I didn't know about Thumbtack until I needed to know about Thumbtack. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, no, I, I fully understand what you mean. So, I mean, I might swing. Well, I will swing back to it. But at the moment, I say, you know what? I'm going to just, you know, leave that alone at the moment. I think I set my thing. Use my maximum amount for a lead would be like a dollar or something like that. Yeah. Set it real low. Your first way too low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... But yeah, other than that, now things have been good. The wife is doing good. The fellas, you know, my sons, they they doing real good. Um, you know, I'm just out here hustling, doing what I got to do to make sure that um these folk are taken care of, and it's still business out here, man. I mean, it's still people buying and selling houses. I got about four or five closings, you know, over the next two weeks for my um direct client the builder you know that i'm working with so it's there and it's just a matter of just being available to these folk when they contact you um and stuff well and here's the thing even though it's slow in certain markets that are out there you know real estate market things are going crazy right now you gotta remember it's down for some people it's a time of rising and time to invest it's time to strike for other people's you know people there, there, there are those that see a slow economy and say this is the time where i start moving now this is a time where i'm going to spend more on marketing right now this is a time where i'm going to jump out in front of everybody that's saying it's a down market let's 
regress let's let's cut back on what we have going on right now because money's not coming in you're gonna have somebody that's gonna say you know what i'm gonna get my last dollar and jump in front of these people because when the market comes back guess who didn't leave oh yeah i'm still doing that yeah you know and that's the thing about the notary business i mean you have your commission you've got it for for four years i mean do what you're supposed to do make sure that your number's there and get out there and hustle you know if you're not making money with the notary business um if you're an entrepreneur find your way you know if if being a business owner is really something that you want to do find a way maybe it's not the notary business all right well then what is it but that's the thing people gotta i mean i guess that thing of putting a square hole a square peg in a round hole you know they're trying to force things to happen that probably just isn't for them and that's the biggest thing that i've learned is that there's just some things out here that's just not for me and i'm okay with that you know in the beginning i wasn't but now i'm sorry that i'm actually okay with okay somebody else is going to make money doing that and that's their thing and and they're running with it and this here is my thing and i'm gonna make money with it and all of that and i've come across a lot of people that are like okay well yeah griff you can do that that's you right. that ain't me right. and just taking advantage of it i mean like i used to do um phone book delivery mm-hmm. there was people who had the vehicle i didn't really have the vehicle to do it but i made it happen and i made it work and was making good money with it and then people who had the vehicle because you having a pickup truck actually works best or so a large suv to carry all those heavy phone books and them phone books get heavy oh yeah and them cats it was like nah i ain't doing it because it just they just couldn't see walking around doing it knowing they can make good money so i'm just like okay you just work with best fits you and you'll be happier and you'll make the money you need to make and everything will just sort of flow for you and open up other doors of opportunity i think doors get closed on a person when they don't when they're doing stuff that really doesn't fit them yeah that uh, and you know call it divine nature the language of the universe you know when you're not moving within your character within your mm-hmm. being um you're gonna come across some really hard roads yeah and, and, and you have to recognize those things um you know and that that just comes through life experience and and taking the time to sit back and you know think about all the things that you've been through and see all perspectives of it so that way when you do have these times you kind of understand like i've been through some i've been through things of this nature before i'm gonna be okay there's going to be another side to this it may take a year or two it may take three years to get out of this life storm that's hitting me right now but right but i know yeah, it could take some time it, it can take some time and when you've been through those storms before you you already know what you need to do well that's helped me out so far with what everything that i'm doing in the business is like you know i made the mistakes i was sitting back hoping somebody would tell me what to do or you know just give me some guidance and this that and the other and there was nobody out there that was willing to do it so i had to figure it out on my own and i just learned that as i do it on my own it you the more i do for myself it opens the door for others to come along and help if they think that you're just sitting around just waiting to use them to get all the information and you really don't put any effort in it most people will avoid you but when I when people started seeing me go out here and do what I needed to do, 
they was inspired by that and they said okay i see you really trying to get this thing done and then they would pass on some advice to me and things of that nature so it's just a matter of just going out here putting forth the effort not worrying about getting social media credit you know for a clear decision that you do need to make just go ahead on and make it and don't worry about whether anybody else will like it i mean like i was telling my son the other day i said all the people who you really hang with and deal with they're not the ones that will, will buy your stuff from you right they're not going to be the main ones that buy stuff from you so if you're trying to do something in hopes that they will actually validate it and give you some credit for it no you you market yourself you create your stuff for the people out there who you don't know but they're the ones who's going to buy from you you know uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because when it comes to you know leaning on family and friends for approval and support um you know i actually took the complete opposite direction when it came to that and i keep all of that communication separate from them so with q the notary when i advertise for q the notary unless one of my family and friends liked my page or are following my page they will never see what i post and actually the way that i mitigated this when i started q the notary to make sure that i didn't feel a certain way about anybody not supporting me was i put the link out in my personal side of facebook i guess you can say <clears throat> to come follow me those that follow me great those that didn't no harm no foul right so now those people yeah, that, that didn't want to support me when i post something for my business they see it and, and this allows me to you know have still to still keep those relationships with friends or family without looking at them a certain way you know what i mean because i don't expect yeah. anything from them I, I expect no approval from them at all that's not what my relationship with them is yeah because i don't expect anything i mean to be honest yeah i stopped expecting both me and my wife we don't expect anything from our family members we know they love us we know they you know respect what we're doing but we don't expect them to be the people to like you know support her business or even market tell people about yeah. it that may want to who could use what she has to offer right they're not going to tell anybody about it. They, they're not going to say, oh, you can go to my cousin Ayaba, you know, who has a, a cosmetology school. That's not their thought. They don't think about that. Now, they think for the, about other people, but that's not how they think of us, Correct. you know, for whatever reason. And I think we're conditioned, even from a young age, that we only deal with family and support family when family gets in trouble, when there's a tragedy. Right. But on an everyday life basis, we really don't support family, which when you start, like we talked about this, you know, this notary family concept mm -hmm. or even just family concept with any business structure or group, are people really being family oriented? No. Uh, you know, that's what you have to ask, because some of these folk don't know what being a family is all about at all and you have to be careful of that because that's how you wind up getting yourself hurt emotionally and hurt financially through your business because people play you and we want to see the best in them we want to get along with everybody but 
they got to prove themselves. And that's that's the thing. Like, you know, imagine y'all proved yourself. Right. I'm like, we cool. Absolutely. You know, but the rest of these cats out here, they only cool with me because I got a notary um, commission. But if I didn't have that notary commission, would they even pay any attention to me? Would they even look at my YouTube channel? No, nah, they wouldn't because they're like, well, you don't have a notary commission. So you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I... I for me personally, man, I just try to keep people where where they are supposed to be in my lives. You know, they came into my life in one one aspect. If it was supposed to grow in a different way, then it's grown organically that way. And that's the way they were supposed to be. That's just the way that I look at life and everything. What's supposed to happen always does happen. There's certain things that I just don't want to cross. And that's that's business with family and friends. You know, right. they know what I do. They, I, I don't need to bombard them and I don't expect them to do anything uh, or even use my services at, for that, for, for, for all of that. Well, one, because most of my family lives very far away. I could do wrong, but okay. I, ain't paying, I, ain't, I ain't paying those fees for just one-off family. So nah, nah, right. I ain't doing that. Um, But no, nah, man, I, 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 I'm very, I like to compartmentalize life. And I think that's, for me a, a way of keeping things easy you know i can go into this box and keep people here this is where you are in life this is what i expect from you this is what you expect from me this is the relationship that we have and we're going to keep you right, right over here we're not going to cross <laughs> you over here with these people because that's not the same relationship that we have here <laughs> you know what i mean um yep. and, and so i think that's really important for for people to understand when it comes to the businesses because i i hear it all the time man Especially working, and it's not just with notaries because now I work with other small businesses. You know, said my, my family, my family doesn't tell anybody about my stuff unless it's a family-run business where like everybody's a part of it. They're not getting that support, and you know what? It's been written about in books. Um, I knew about that before I started my business, so that's kind of why I've developed kind of the the, the mind frame that I have, especially like when I was a consultant, right? Because we are right. our own 1099s, but I'd be on projects with like 300, 400 other consultants. We're on the same team, but we ain't, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't like that. At, at the end of the day, there's still no. competition and I don't even know these yeah. people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, I, I just, we could be so much further along and better as a family because the way I, I would, the way I believe it should work, if we can work together within our family, and then that strengthens us to where we can work together with another family and then another family and then another. And that's really what's the basis of having a strong community. Is. I mean, that's how they do when over in India and whatnot. You know, that's that's mm -hmm. what all those you know, here in America, where we talk about arranged marriages and how that's so wrong. Those are business deals that are happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a, a huge business deal. So, I mean, they looking at this and. Oh, man. Yeah, because uh, essentially <laughs> it's one family and what does this family offer to this family and how can we grow together to keep the families in good health and, and prosperous? Yeah, I mean, that's what. Yeah, no, nah. I mean, I'm sitting here sort of stumbling over my work. I mean, when you really think about it, just the business aspect of it. And like they say here in America, marriage is nothing but a business arrangement, you know, because as soon as you break up, it's like, okay, how are we going to divvy up it's, the assets? Splitting up the assets. Stuff. That's what it's all about. So, yeah, we want it to be for love, but society looks at it as, hmm, okay, how much did y'all acquire together? Okay, this is how we're going to split that. But the whole, the, 
and this is going off topic, but the whole idea of marriage, the way that we have it today in 2023, they didn't even start doing that until like the, the, the mid 1800s. It used to just be, that's his wife. That's his wife. Hmm. There was no court involved. There was no state involved. There was none of that. Mm-hmm. You want to kick it with me? Yeah, I do. Okay, well, we kicking it That's together. it. We married. You're my wife. See, just in our heads, we've got this concept from watching TV that back in 1820, they were putting rings on females' fingers. <laughs> now, I saw a documentary that came out with the um, that company called The Beers, the Diamond Company. Oh, yeah, that's the biggest fallacy in the freaking world, rings. man. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were the ones who pushed that um, wedding ring thing out because nobody was really doing because that. Because diamonds until are abundant. They, came on the scene. they are abundant. They, they they're priced like there's just this hidden gem that no, there's an abundance of diamonds in the world. It's not that exclusive. It's actually a very cheap yeah. stone. They mm-hmm. just built a market for it. Yeah, I saw the same documentary. Yeah, and oh man, there's a good documentary. Um, I wish I could remember. It was about um. The, um, the Jews and the diamond industry. Can't say Jews. And all. Come on, man. So hmm? I can't say Jews, man. Come on, it's 2023. Oh, what am I supposed to say? Oh, wait, we're not on YouTube right now. Okay, so we can say Jews. Oh, well. Yeah, YouTube, you're not allowed to say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that culture, those individuals who run the diamond industry, it's a real good doc. Well, not even a document. It's like a mini series on Netflix. Hmm? Oh. 13th tribe because no man I can't let, remember no, the name let me of just it. stop because I just I just said some things that a lot of people ain't even hip to <sighs> I, I, I dropped gems for you people listen listen I, I just gave you all a huge hint about who these people are anyway anyway go ahead Griff <laughs> yeah but yeah there was this movie and it man the um the the ruthlessness of the diamond industry with that culture, man, ain't no joke. Um, I wish I could remember the name of it. I'll figure it out. But yeah, they, um, that whole diamond industry ain't no joke. And when I saw that little, that documentary and they was talking about, I was like, oh, so it was them who yep. made rings by you know diamonds are a girl's best yep. friend and stuff that was not that was not even a thing until they thing. said well we need to get more more um you know more diamonds sold yeah, it was never stuff. a thing they had an abundance they didn't know what to do with them so they created <laughs> a marketing campaign and it worked it worked like a charm yeah y'all put more value on that than that thing is worth man Mm-mm-mm. Hey Griff, I got a question okay, for you. Yeah, it's, oh, go ahead, go ahead. it's called Rough Diamond. Rough Diamond. That's the documentary on Netflix called Rough we'll Diamond. Check that out. Yeah. What, what could you got? What question you got for me? All right. Seeing as we're both business owners, and we both believe in going out there and making what's ours. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on capitalism, and what are your thoughts on people who are completely against it? Um. Well, to me, capitalism is about capitalizing on the opportunities that you have. So when I look at it, I mean, if not, then then how do you plan on progressing in this world? Because, I mean, that's what it's supposed to be about moving forward. So you capitalize on the opportunities that are presented to you to take care of you and your own, at least first, and then hopefully your overall community. Um 
But then I know there's people out there that's like, don't do anything to move ahead or get ahead. And everything has to be equal and fair because some people just aren't going to do what it takes to be to take care of themselves or to be ahead. And I'm not talking about the disenfranchised or the those who may have, you know, be suffering from various mental things, but just, you know, your able-bodied persons and stuff. Um, I mean, no matter what, everybody wants to progress and have something to show for their existence. Right. You know, yeah. Are there people who overdo it? You know, who are gaudy with it? Yes. But at the core of the thing, progression and obtaining and acquiring is a part of life. If you look at any um, documentary on on nature, the elephants, the, the, the orcas, seals, polar bears, all of this. I mean, if you think about it, um, people are concerned that the polar bears or the, they have the different species of animals aren't able to progress and move forward. You know, that's what... I mean, the only thing that separates us from... Mm-hmm. animal is our level of consciousness you know we right. are more conscious and aware of ourselves than what they are you know yeah mm-hmm. i don't know yeah that's that's the thing yeah and like it it, it bothers me it, it I, and it shouldn't bother me as much as it does but it bothers me when i hear people um that say how bad capitalism is because for me when i think about capitalism and, and what it involves about one person having an idea and having the, the ability to go out there and make whatever they want to do with that idea and to pursue a dream and have the right to get paid to do it. Yeah. That drives me. That motivates me. Go out there and be something. Do it yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm the type of person. I came from the mud, the real mud. And I've been to some great places. I've made a lot of money in my day. Not not like you know millions of dollars um well actually i'm gonna think about it well <laughs> you know, i've been working since i was 13 i made a lot of money in the middle of the i probably made a couple million dollars <laughs> um yeah that's sad <laughs> you know but um you know i i want to get out and go get it that's what gets my spirit running man like that's where the energy I could be dead tired, but just the thought of oh, I can make something great. Mm-hmm. I can make something great that's gonna go out there and make me money and I'm gonna be able to take care of myself. I'm gonna be able to take care of my children, I'm gonna be able to take care of my family. Yeah, and you can't I mean, if you're not progressing and moving forward and you being successful within yourself, you can't even do anything for other people. Yeah, like I get motivated I by mean, pushing myself to see how 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 far I can go. What can I what can right. I do with the with this life that I've been given? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. let, let let's surprise myself again this year. I've already surprised myself this year. You know what I mean? And it's every day I'm chasing that what can I do to surprise myself to say wow Q, you actually did that. You never in your wildest you never thought that you would be here 10 years ago, but look at what you just did. Let's go find something else to do. Yeah. I mean I don't understand the whole concept. And I mean, I know that uh, if you don't have capitalism, then what do you have? If you don't have the ability to go out here and make it happen and, and grow and take care of yourself, your family, you know, acquire things. I mean, 
listen we are creators by nature men what do we do listen we're about to get graphic we can procreate with a female what does a female do it creates a body we create the seed for the body we mm -hmm. are creators by nature we are supposed to create for ourselves straight up and down <laughs> yeah i'm just sitting here thinking about it man i'm like yeah i mean that's what we are and i mean when you think about when you're stuck on something and you and you're just like i don't have the money it's like okay well let me find a creative way to make money let me find a a creative way to get myself out of this hole everything you know like the like the story says the the, the donkey down in the um in the in the um well and the guy you know he was mad at the donkey and he kept you know shoveling dirt down there on top of the donkey and the donkey did what shook it off his back mm -hmm. and then just kept standing on a pile of dirt that was building up underneath it till he was able to walk out the well out of the well the w-e-l-l -L, not the w-h-a-l-e <laughs> you know out of the well the drinking well and next thing you know he was able to get out of there because he got creative and didn't let the burdens of life that dirt being thrown on him hold him down now nah, he knew once he figured out what he needed to do he took whatever it had to do because he kept his mind focused on i gotta keep letting this get underneath me so that way i can get up out of mm -hmm. here i'm gonna keep taking what i yeah. need to take because i know where this is gonna get me yeah and that's it i mean so we we teach kids to be creative in school and to express themselves and to be free but once they become adults it's let's rein it in and you can only be this you can only be that you can only do things to this level you cannot have the true freedom and that's why people get so amazed by i guess folk like elon musk and jeff bezos and and the rest of them because they're doing all of this here out of the box thinking but sometimes the question probably is maybe that out of the box thinking is the norm and we're the ones that's outside of the box we're the ones on the outside looking in and i think that's the case because we're trying to catch up mm -hmm. so you have people that are able to think beyond the daily bs that is put in front of us on a regular basis right and i'm not just talking about social media or tv advertising marketing i'm talking about they think through family drama they think through financially they think through right. the the benefits of their friendships they're picky about okay. the people that they you know that that they correspond with right i like that picky with the people that correspond with yeah they they think about things on a completely different level than what the average joe does the average joe i have average joe moments right this this past right. weekend saturday night Devin haney was fighting right so i'm a big boxing mm -hmm. fan i allow football and boxing to be my release back into you know uh, uh kicking it with the common folk having something to talk about yeah you know i mean because outside mm -hmm. of that i am one thousand percent dedicated to what i pursue right now yeah you know what i mean and that's the same way i am i mean yeah and when you're not dedicated to it you miss out on opportunities you miss out on clear opportunities to progress it so and that's why people struggle in business because they're just looking at let me do it you know let me just do the bare minimum but you're not completely sold on it you know you sold on that job because you know okay well i can get a half a percent pay raise 
but you're not sold on your business, that thing that burns inside you. And, and a lot of people have that desire. They just don't follow it. And maybe because they've heard all the negative talk about capitalism and people look down on that. And so they're like, well, I don't want anybody to look down on me. But the thing is, when you have money, they're going to look down on you. And when you don't have money, they're going to look down on you because they're going to say, what's wrong with you? You need to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and get out here and do something. Then when you go do it and you become very successful, it's like, mm, you think you better than everybody. Why do you get to have this? Why do you get to have that? What I did, what you told me, you said, get up and make something of myself. I did. And now it's a problem. And right. And now it's a problem. They're like, so, oh, you listened? Really? You you actually listened to that? <laughs> we, we, we we knew that 83% of you weren't going to listen. You were the one ones, one of the ones that did. Okay. <laughs> and that's that's the thing. I mean, so make, your, make something of yourself. I mean, even from the spiritual texts, all the different, you know, belief systems out there, they all focus on you making something of yourself. Yep not being stagnant not being somebody that's just sitting around all day but somebody who is actually you know going to go out here and do something i mean people keep talking about changing the world and making the world a better place well that's capitalism that's how do you do that if you're waiting for somebody who are you waiting to make it happen who do you want to do it when you have the ability to do it yourself wow that's that's the thing And and that's and that's the thing, you know. And, and man, I'm telling you, not everybody is cut out to to run a business successfully. Not everybody is cut out to be great at something. You know, this is a humble brag, but I, I understand because I, I make these sacrifices on a regular basis, and I, I have no problem talking about it. A good graphic designer that is, you know, focused on, you know, just bringing in a little bit of dough is up at one o'clock doing sketches right a great graphic designer that sees an entire world filled with businesses that can use his service and wants to be considered one of the best mm-hmm. is up till 5 30 on the computer making it happen i got right three and a half hours of sleep when i woke up i was woken up by another customer calling me for something else that they need yeah <laughs> that's what that, that's what, that's it, what it takes and you know what i still had i didn't take no naps no nothing Cause after I got up and I started talking, I started getting to work. Then I started reading. I'm giving myself an education right now. So I've taken money that I got from working with all these notaries. I've, yeah, I've built up what I've got going on with Captivator. You guys have seen me on YouTube. I'll be back at some point. Um, got in the programs. Now I'm giving myself an education all while working still because I will be great at this. I am great at this already. The creative juices are there. I'm going to be great. I will be successful at this. I am successful already. And nobody's going to outwork me. See, that's People. it's that mindset. I'm sorry, Griff. Give me yeah. a second. It's that mindset. Yeah, it's, it's having that mindset of knowing who you are, knowing that you were destined to be great, knowing that you're aligned with your spirit, with your energy, and taking that and saying, F everything else, I'm going out here and I'm going to win. And when I'm going to win, how I'm going to win is helping other people win. Right. Well, people are okay with that mindset when they see it in others. They're not okay with it within themselves. Yeah, man. It's frustrating. I, it's it's okay. They applaud other human beings for having that mindset. Okay, but what about you having that mindset? Oh. 
and I and I to me, I believe the the moment they start thinking about them having that mindset, they thinking about what would their family say, what would their spouse and their kids, what would the people close to them think about them having that mindset? Because I think they realize that if they really adopted that mindset, they would have to put some barriers up and some distance between them and certain family members. And they don't want to not do just that. certain family members, the people that live in their damn house. Yeah. You know, I I, yeah. I I had to go through with my kids this past weekend and let them know, like, listen, as captain of the ship, I shouldn't be washing dishes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. But now the captain has to come down and wash dishes because y'all ain't been doing what you're supposed to do. See, the way that this thing works is you guys have a job. I have a job. Your job is to do what I ask you to do and do well in school help out around the house of course i take care of all the big things anything that breaks stuff you know lawn plumbing appliances the resume continues mr fix it regular mr (laughs) fix it you guys are supposed to do these things now i'm going to put up these barriers because these are things that you guys should be able to do you don't need me for this you're old enough where you don't need my attention 24 7 and i need my space to be able to do what i need to do yeah you know what I mean? Like, and that, and those are barriers that a lot of people can't make because emotionally it's too hard for them. And see, I was there when I was younger, but I think when I was late forties, probably 45, maybe a little bit older. Wait, did you say when you were younger, you were talking 40s. about the forties? Huh? That was like 10 years ago, bro. Like when I you know. were younger. Griff, you probably still had the I same amount of gray hair. <laughs> Yeah, I came to the realization, man. I said, you know what? I just need to go do what I need to do. There are people out here who I know can help me, but they're not going to help me because their heart and their mind isn't into that. They just don't realize that they have a gift within them that can really benefit me and others. So they're just focused on themselves. So I said, let me just go out here and do what I need to do. And those who hang with me, cool if they don't. You know, I'm not going to worry about it, but I'm going to just focus on me. And at the time that I started looking at what I need to do, take care of me and the family. That's when I came into the notary business and then taking all of what I've learned over the past years with dealing with people trying to tell you stuff all the time. I was like, I can figure this out. And it's been great. And then. And I mean, really recently, I just started back trying to help people, but I went for about five or seven, probably close to seven years where I really didn't do anything for anybody. I just focused on me and my family that, hey, I'm going to just help this person out. Just be mm -mm. everybody was on their own. But look at how much more you're able to help now. Look how much more you're able to give now from having to take that that, that time away from helping people. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and yeah. it, it's hard because I'm part empath. Um, and, and you see a lot of people that are very empathetic um, to folks and they, they take on people's emotions. They carry that with them and it stops them mm-hmm. from ever progressing like we were talking about because they're dealing with other people's crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you got to lock it down. Yeah. And I'm in a much better place mentally spiritually to where and you know financially to where i can actually do things to really help others out but 
I make sure that I put us first, what I need to do. And, and it's been great. I'm, I'm serious. So the people in the audience, you, it's time for you to make a decision. And I've said this, you know, every year recently, it's just time for you to make a decision. I mean, yeah, a lot of y'all is broke and not, not financially broke business mind broken, mm -hmm. just broken, just broken. Y'all have a, y'all yeah. have a flawed misconceptions of what business is. That's that's the biggest thing. Once I understood what business what what business really is, then I was able to make the necessary adjustment. Actually, that helped me to determine what type of business I wanted to start. And once I understood that, and then which means I also got to understand myself. I was like, oh, okay, well, this is where I'm at. This is what I can do. No problem. And that's why I keep saying when a person is doing what they're called to do, what they're best and gifted at doing, that's when you get the best and the most out of them. Mm -hmm. When you're stuck in something and you could be in an industry that is actually fit for you, but the way they tell you to go about doing it doesn't fit you. That's very true. So take the notary, the business, you, the way they're telling people to go about doing the notary business doesn't fit the vast majority of people because it goes against your state laws but when you operate within your state laws you see the most out of yourself because you're like wow i got this freedom to do what i'm supposed to do and get paid for yeah i mean i'm a living testament to that you guys have heard my notary journey <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. griff griff has been talking to me since pretty much a month into me starting it um the, the business is there's absolutely nothing wrong with the business i love being a notary i found something else i found my calling and i and griff right. i, I kind of feel like you might be talking about me a little bit i might be a little you know big-headed there but you know oh. <laughs> it, it applies <laughs> it applies I, we'll just pretend that you're talking about me um okay when, when i found what i was supposed to be doing i couldn't stop it right it, it, it hit me like a freight train and the way that the notary business was being sold and the way that I saw the way that the, the way that I saw things, how things were going, um, in my mind for me in the type of business owner, I'd like to be, it doesn't work. Doesn't work. And I'm not the type of person that can hold my mouth too much when people are trying to tell me to do the wrong things. Yeah. So that's why once I figured out what I needed to do to be successful and set me a goal of what I what I deemed to be successful, I've been able to move forward and go head on and do what I need to do. And I don't worry about people. I mean, before I was always concerned about what people was going to think. And this is before social media even popped up. This is when I was in my 20s. Oh, man, we could talk about and that because I'll tell you what I've been what I've been chasing. Come on. Tell me. Tell me about mm -hmm. yours, Griff. Come on. Yeah, and I never forget these two guys. I was like, they were saying, what's wrong? And I was talking about what I was concerned about, and it had everything to do with what other people was going to say. And I never forget them two looked at each other and said, look, man, stop worrying about what other people say and just do what you need to do. And that was when I was in my 20s. And I'll be honest, that was the best piece of advice. But then I got away from it, probably in my late 30s and stuff i started mid-30s i got away from it 
and now and I got back on it. And now that I'm back on not being concerned about what other people say or go out here and do what is right. Yeah, I'm 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 loving it. I'm loving it, man. What you got? Man, I'll tell you like this. So for me, I have very high standards for myself. And the reason why I do is because of all the sacrifices that people made to get me to where I am today. Mm -hmm. Um, And that sacrifice was to get me into a great public uh, prep school um, and to be with some of the elite in Philadelphia and get a great education. I got a great education. Now, coming out of that, there's certain expectations that are set upon us um upon graduation i mean when you're selected uh you know they, I, I think in my class that i graduated with there was like 3500 applicants they only took 90. Not, no they took 95. it was a class of 95 yeah. kids you know when you're selected to go out there and be a leader mm-hmm. um you have high expectations at certain points in my life i've lived up to those expectations i've lived up to the sacrifices in other down in, in other moments i haven't lived up to it okay mm-hmm. you know and, and so now as I'm, I'm hitting my stride now a little bit later in life after a uh, a short a short stint uh, um of not being on stride you know in the back of my mind i am sitting here saying all right you're going on 40 you know, the expectation upon you was to be great, right? And then I see people that I graduated with. You know, you got, you got dude that was on Netflix um, for his card business, sports card. Um, I've got, you know, big-time real estate agents that came out of there, uh, big-time advertising people, um, big-time construction people um you know that are doing amazing things making a whole lot of money oh yeah you know and you see that and you're like damn i'm gonna get there i'm gonna get there i'm gonna i'm gonna be exactly where i need to be but it's not because of them it's because of everybody that supported me having the opportunity to be on that level deep i like that you know so that's 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 what's driving me to know to say hey you're supposed to be great you've been given every opportunity you well i wasn't given i earned every single opportunity to be there because it's not like my parents had money i got a full ride to go to that school mm-hmm. i had to make that happen and that that was all me my mom was she she supported me but she ain't want to move from virginia yeah you know that's t- we talking about moving moving mountains we moved from virginia to pennsylvania in order for me to pursue being great yeah and that's the sacrifice family will make when they got their heart and mind right exactly you know so that's what drives me i've had a lot of people make sacrifices for me to be an outstanding uh individual to be well-rounded uh to have been in multiple different scenarios in life from being homeless to being in houses where the lights light up as you drive down and you have to buzz in at the mm-hmm. gate and there's two elevators in yeah. the home and yeah i got that in the house when you walk through the house little lights pop of course off. you do bro <laughs> you probably got a camera that follows you around too yeah i got that man 
I got that shoe. I like shoe. You walk in the house, in right here, you walk in the bathroom in the middle of the night, light comes on. Nice little soft light. I don't like walking through a completely dark house. I gotta have some kind of lights on. I can't I can't do it. I see I don't I, I don't do mind that. I mean if I have to, I you will. You scared but. of the dark griff? <laughs> oh, I ain't scared. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in the military, man, in the Navy, when we would be on board the ships, we always had these little red lights. And the red lights emitted just enough light for you to see yeah. where you had to go. So I got comfortable and used to that, being able to get up and knowing that I'm not going to trip over anything. <laughs> so in the house, I got like, now my wife, she don't like them. Well, she liked the, those, like, but she, in the bedroom, she don't want no lights. Well, here's here's the thing, I, and we've talked about tactical stuff and and protecting your home. We were talking about that the other day. Um, mm -hmm. You got to think about this from a tactical standpoint. Having lights on in your hand in your house actually puts you at a disadvantage. Here's why: anybody intrudes in your house, they don't know your house unless they've been to your house. Right. In the dark, you know your house better than anybody coming into your house. If you give them a light, you give them a tactical advantage. But my lights will let me know that they're coming up the steps. If I, see them, if I see them lights, if I see them lights coming on, and I'm like, I know everybody's in the bed upstairs. Okay, you ain't supposed to be in the house. So right there, we already got a problem because you could because the light is coming on, and I'm up here and everybody else up here. Why is those lights? Popping on. I might need to do that because when I'm up working at three o'clock in the morning, I hear like the slightest bump in the house. I'm like, "Who the hell's up?" <laughs> walking out my door. Who there? <laughs> Y'all want this? Yeah, and I and see, I got night lights on downstairs. Oh man, you just you just inviting yeah, people to come in. Hey, look what we got. Middle of the night. Y'all walking by. Look what we got. Come on in. Yep, I keep the lights on outside. Everything is like, oh, you're one of those. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My block is dark, man. No, nobody keeps their lights on. You ain't walking up on my. Uh, nope. Even though I got night vision on my cameras, I got all my lights on outside. Mm -mm. How's your grass looking this year, Griff? It ain't looking good this year, my man. My grass ain't looking good this year. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, I ain't even cut it yet. Wait, hold on a second. All season? All season. I ain't even cut it yet, man. Bro. Send me a picture tomorrow. Send me a picture. I, I got to see it. Now, the backyard is looking good. Backyard is looking decent. Is that because, is that, is that because the lighting throughout the day, like you get more light on the front of your house than on the back of your house? Well, I get more light in the back. Oh, that—that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Okay. So, so I may need to cut this tree. I might have to cut the. I might have to get me a little saw. I have a hand saw, but I'm gonna have to go ahead on and get me a um, a chainsaw and cut back, so more sunlight can get on the grass underneath it. Now, do you have to clear that with your township? Mm -mm. Okay. Nope. I can trim it down as much as I want it. Nice. I don't think the only thing they might have a fit over if I pulled it up because they plant those, you know, for 
um, soaking up water mm-hmm. purposes and things of that nature. But yeah, I don't need to cut it down. I just need to really trim it back so more sun can get down there. So but other than that, yeah. yeah, I haven't even cut the grass yet, man. I just, I've been too busy, man, doing these orders and stuff. And it's like the days I'm like, okay, I'm gonna cut the grass, and then all of a sudden I get a call. Hey, we got this. Ex- this deed excuses. It needs to excuses, be resigned. Excuses. Excuses. I'm like, sure, <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't, yeah, you ain't felt the witness. Uh, okay. You ain't felt the peer pressure. Look, my yet? wife been look. He been my witness, and she been making money doing that. <laughs> what are you charging for witnesses these days? And they just be telling me what they gonna pay. I try to, if they ask me, I tell them 50. I want the witness to get 50. But normally they pay either 20 or 25. Man, I've been charging 100. Between 50 and 100. And the reason why, and I tell them straight up, I'm like, listen, this is well, it goes to probate. My witnesses are going to have to have to show up. So if you want to guarantee that, got to pay them. Yeah, now for the estate planning, stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I can see, yeah, clearly, yeah, $100. Yeah, for the um, mortgage, the loan closings, those cats, they only be wanting to pay 25 at the most. Yeah, no. But it is what it like, is. I mean, what you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I have the wife. She comes most of the time. She'll come. Now, if, I, if I'm able to, then I'll, if she can't be there, then I'll throw the word out there and have a notary come. And I had this one lady, she came twice. And, um, and it helped her to get an idea of what the closing is all about. So if you have the opportunity, um, do a closing that needs a witness or something, ask another notary to be that for you if you can, so that way they can get some experience. Now, in doing so, you open yourself up to exposure if you're out there doing some creepy stuff that you shouldn't be doing in closings. Yep. And I think you that's make why sure your game is tight. Mm-hmm. Because they watching everything you do. Oh, best believe. Uh, so I was a witness for um, a notary that was coming down to my area from Lancaster. Uh, she had a closing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you best believe I was hawking. Like, <laughs> I was just paying attention, just staring at, you know. At one point, I just caught myself staring at the way that she was handling the documents. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, how's this exchange going to go? I'm doing like a play-by-play in my head, like I'm watching Sports Center or something like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She fumbled the papers. She fumbled the papers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been. Yeah, I like bringing a notary out with me, man, because it allows them to really see and get a feel. It was going to. I wish I had somebody with me today. I did one and the lady, her hand was um, in a sling, so okay. she couldn't write with her writing hand, which was a right hand. She had to write with her left hand. It would have been great if I had a notary there so they could see how I assisted the lady in, you know, making sure the paper was straight for her to write on. Yeah. And all of that, you know, those little things like that that people don't think about. Being accommodating. Sometimes they need to see it. Yeah, you gotta you mm-hmm. gotta be accommodating. Right. You know, and then with her left hand, uh, she was she kept putting the tip of the pen on the counter and then it started putting ink on the counter. Mm. So I happened to have some wet ones in my bag, wiped it up for her. And then I took, um, I had some um, blank paper and I put that down there so she could rest her hand on top of the paper and let it bleed on the paper instead of on the counter. Mm. 
I get you, bro. It's little things like that that makes the difference with your loan closing. And, and to be honest, that's that's nothing that you're gonna learn in business school. That's just being a good person, man. Right. And mm-hmm. a lot of this, you know, we tell you be available, you know, answer your phone. The other side of that is, I always say, be likable, be a good person, mm-hmm. treat people with dignity and respect. Yeah. And she was like, thank you for being so patient with me. And I was like, no problem, ma'am. I said, you take your time. No rush whatsoever. I said, I got you. I said, we'll sit here and take care of this one piece of paper at a time. And she did good, you know, and you have to because she was getting you can tell she was nervous and thinking that she was going to hold me up because of her writing. And I was like, no, no, we good. Never make them feel bad. And that's how they will communicate back to the signing company that, hey, they really enjoyed working with you, which will get you more work. You know how I like my appointments to go? <clears throat> Smooth operator. <laughs> Smooth mm-hmm. operator. That's that's what I be thinking in my head. Like, we, we're going to, yeah. it, it's just smooth as Sade. We in and out. Mm-hmm beautiful music harmony everybody's in harmony that's my that's that's one of the things that i that i I think i look for when i go into an environment for signing is what what's the quickest way to harmony what's the quickest way to ease everybody's to to ease the tension in the room there's somebody new that's entering we don't know you or you know what i mean like how do i calm the nerves and take over um this situation and take control of the situation and make sure that everybody knows that everything's okay for the time that I'm here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta have that right that right mind. Look, that's why I calm the dogs down, everything. People be amazed. They be like, yeah, I said, no, I leave the dog out. I said, leave the dog out because I'd rather the dog be out because people start running behind the dog. Mm-hmm. I said, no, leave the dog out. And then once the dog, if your personality and your spirit is right, the dog will be like, yeah, oh, he ain't nobody. Cool. Yeah, he ain't nobody. Let me come sit right next to him. Mm-hmm. Let me come sit down right here. And then the dogs, right, the dogs will come up and lay right on my mm-hmm. feet. And I tell you, the dog is like, oh, okay, he cool people. That, and folk be looking like, wait a minute, that dog don't like nobody. I said, the dog knows about Griff. He look like, what? I said, dogs know Griff is, Griff is cool with the doggies. Even the cat, man, the daggone lady was like, I don't know if the cat don't like nobody. And the cat came playing around me, rubbing on my leg, all cats. that stuff. Don't, don't talk to me about I cats. I, I got two cats. I want to kick them every time I see them. <laughs> <laughs> and they like, and people just be amazed. They like, the dogs, they like, they really like you. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm cool with the dogs. I'm like, I let only dog that really can't get with is the chihuahuas. I used to have a long hair Chihuahua, man. Chihuahua was a straight dude. <laughs> uh, Chihuahua is around anywhere. I'm like, Mm-mm, I might as well just go home. I don't want to be nowhere near. But they just always look evil. Yeah, my um, just, my my dog doesn't like when I cheat on her with other dogs. So like, um, my um, my beagle, her name's Daisy. Um, she will, I don't know. It's like, it's worse than catnip. If she smells another, like when I come back from appointments and she gets right up on me, like her nose will be on my leg as I'm walking. 
I can turn a corner and she's right there. <laughs> Nose on my leg trying to figure out who this woman is that I was just around. Woman, I mean dog, you know, other dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I don't have that since I don't have a dog here. But when I go to other people's houses, the dogs, they smell the other dogs on me. And that might also help them like, okay, well, Griff must be cool. Because he smell like fire. Yeah, but see, you don't have a dog at home. Like, my dog does not like when I smell like other dogs. She just hangs around my leg trying to figure out who the hell was I around. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I think, man, being an entrepreneur is, it's been great for me. I love it. And recently, a lady was asking me about going back to W2. I was like... Uh-uh. It would be it, it would be in a very limited capacity where I'm not working with anyone. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I am not the best person to put back in a W two environment nope. at this point Mm-mm. because I don't had too much freedom. I'm going on my third year. I'll be finished my third year in November. Mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope. Now, if I if something came up and I had to. Then I would like I was telling Q y'all about the valet trash service. Mm-hmm. I like that. You know, you don't have to deal with anybody. You just work in the evenings. You pick up people's trash and get rid of it, and you get make twenty bucks an hour. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I, I literally would do that. I can do. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I'll sit there. And, what's the, what's the most you got to answer? Did the bags make it into the dumpster? Yes, great. Have a <laughs> enjoy the rest of your morning. Mm-hmm. And I think they only want you there for like maybe three to four hours max. Yeah, like I might be able to do some type of stocking or like overnight stocking or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I throw my headphones on. I have a task. <laughs> you know, I have a set task for the evening. Just get it done. I could do that. But if you want me to go back in like corporate America and do all the meetings and all that other. Be- nope, 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 nope. Mm-mm. Yeah, I've been uh, like, like you, Griff. I think I've been free a little bit too long to to let some manager try to tell me what I need to be doing with my day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and since I've been out of the IT game, I'm like, okay, I already know they're gonna want to pay me much lower. Yep. Which I ain't going for that. So. I'm like, and you know how it is in the IT field too, man. You've you've probably been gone too long at this point. You need to be re-educated. Correct. I would need to be re-educated, and I'm not looking forward to that. So I'm like, you know what? If I do a job, it's gonna have to be something. I would have to do multiple part-time jobs, something like that. You know, there's no full-time job <clears throat> right now that wouldn't get on my nerve. There really isn't. There's no full-time 40 out because they're going to want to control you and dictate and this, that, and the other. And I don't need that. Give me a job where I just go do something and y'all just leave me alone. Yeah, I'm kind of, um, actually not kind of, I am right there with you. Leave me alone. Let me do my thing and I'll spend my time doing that and go home. I want nothing to do with anything else here because I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. I already know I, I, I don't want to be here. Uh, I'm uh, I'm capable yeah. of doing so much more than this. Just leave me alone because I'm gonna be bitter while I'm sitting here doing this 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 task. Yeah, and see what part of the thing that I know there are a lot of, and not talking about you, but other people who feel like if if you had to do notary stuff, you would do it. But there are people who really don't like doing the notary work at all. 
I like it because of how it helps the signers out. This, you know, this past Saturday, I was with this lady and I get there and it was the first reverse mortgage that a person didn't really want to do it. And I had did a quick video about it where she was thinking she was going to get, we'll just say $20,000, but she ended up only getting 15 as an example. Gotcha. And she was like, at that point, she was like, why? Because they told her she had to pay to get her deck fixed because it was not up to code. It was tore mm -hmm. up. So she went and paid whatever money to get a brand new deck and some other stuff. And then the company's like, okay, well, here you go. And pay and allow her to cash out much less than what she was expecting. And she was having a hard time. And I just sat there and listened to her and talked to her. You know, she had a lovely home compliment on her home, doing whatever I could to calm her down. Because I was like, if another notary would have been in here, they wouldn't show no compassion. They would have been like in, out, and yeah. And she needed some, she needed some compassion. She just needed somebody to talk to. It'd be like that, man. That's, the, the joy of being a notary um you know i mm -hmm. I, I like meeting new people i like hearing their stories and, and you know finding a moment of just humanism and, and understanding like this person's in a situation um yeah how can i be of help to them how can i be of assistance and kind of bring uh, you know even when you're dealing with people in hospice and or really bad situations like how can i be of help an assistance and bring a smile bring a light-hearted moment to the day for them like that's that's what i love about being a notary yeah so i mean like i'm always down to do the work you know what i mean like i i i, I, yeah. I just I, I enjoy being there to help folks you know it just so happens that i i, I meet them as a notary mm-hmm yeah, and what I do in as a notary for is helping people is what I would do anyway, even if I wasn't a notary. So right. being a notary gives me just cause to get close to the people to help them out. Yep. That's really what it is, because without without being a notary, I wouldn't even met any of these people. Hey, without They would have been dangling with some other notary who has no care for them. I've met some great people um, being a notary. I've met some great people who captivated notary and, and met some amazing, awesome other notaries. Um, you know, part of business is being, a, it's it's being a people person. Yeah. And that's what people, notaries need to realize. If I think if you, now I'm not saying that everybody has to stay in this business forever, but I think if you start off with focusing on how you can serve the community and whether through general notary work, loan closings, apostille, whatever, if you can say, here's how I'm going to serve the community and make sure that they are being done right and they have an opportunity to get their signature notarized for documents or whatever legal issue they got going on, then branch out into all this other stuff. But keep the main thing, the main thing, as Deion Sanders would say. And I think you would enjoy this business much more. However, if you really aren't a people person and you're just a money person, then you're going to have problems doing that. I agree. 
I 100% agree. Griff, we got anything else to talk about, man? Uh, only thing I can do is leave the people with this. If a notary trainer is unwilling to teach you or help you understand notary law or help you to figure out how to get the right knowledge on how to be a notary and notarizing, and they're like, well, you can figure that out. My question is, if you if they have enough confidence in you to figure that thing out, then how come they don't have confidence in you to figure out how to market your business without paying them $500? Because the notarization is the most important part. And they're saying, I can't help you with the most important part, but I believe you can figure it out on your own. If I can figure that out on my own, then I don't need you unless you're cute. Other than that, I don't need <laughs> I don't need you to teach have me in a five hundred dollar course on how to market <clears throat> when I can't even do the job when I get it. Well, that's all I got. And I'll throw this on top of that um, five hundred dollar courses for marketing. Listen, man, where I'm at now with the studies that I've been doing because I. I am a professional uh, graphic design artist. I am giving myself an education. I do read on the subject. I do read about the science of graphic arts. Mm -hmm. um, those courses that they're teaching you, you're not learning anything worthwhile. Spend a hundred bucks. Buy all the books that you need on marketing and branding. You don't even need to spend a hundred bucks. You probably get a, you probably get the essentials with like seventy five. And, and really learn something. Okay. Yeah, that's it. It might take you and two weeks. And if you need help. You know, yeah. Yeah, if you need help, you got me. But it might take you two weeks to get through the books. Maybe a month, maybe two months, maybe three months. Trust me, you will learn so much more than what you're going to learn in that, that those courses. They're not teaching you what you need to know. Yeah, you'll learn what you need for you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks. Hey, love your life. Love your business. Love yourself. We're out of here, y'all. Peace. All right, party people. Get better, Mathis. Yeah, exactly. Get better, bro. Let's go. We know the reach unsealed. Put the stamp down and stop in front of the mic. Here we go. Take the game over. We home now. We soldiers. Griff, Mathis, and Q, the podcast. You can't hold us. Y'all heard the word. Y'all heard the word. Griff, Mather, and Q, yeah, we on a verse So diverse, with no rehearse, that's how we work Authentic when we give it, if we said it, then we meant it Not to be confused with other people's views They get it how they get it, and we get it how we do Look, homie, this a whole different game We got a whole different aim, we in a whole different lane yeah. We know the reads unsealed This my everyday life We know the reads unsealed Everyday I hustle out here living it right we know the reason unsealed. Put the stamp down and step in front of the mic. Took the game over, we home now. We soldiers. Riff, Master, and Q, the podcast, you can't hold us. We know the reason unsealed. Everyday life.